everyone. Welcome to Steve and Bill. Have a quickie. I'm, I'm Bill. St- oh, fuck you. I'm Steve. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. That's the theme of this quickie. Uh, as you can tell from the title. Brother! <laughs> uh, Cypher. Uh, like a damn fiddle! <laughs> as you can tell from the title, we're, we're going to have a quick discussion about Melgar Solid 5, The Phantom Pain. Uh, we brought we talked about we talked about several weeks now on the podcast how we really liked the game. Well, I beat the game this week. I know so, Steve. I beat it earlier, a little bit earlier. Um, I, uh, um, uh, that game went from my favorite game ever to by far my least favorite Metal Gear Solid game. Without a real doubt. quick, <laughs> like real quick, real quick. I mean, where to start? Uh, let's just get into. The, obvi- oh, wait, okay. obviously, this is gonna be spoiler heavy. I don't want to spoil it for anybody because I, I thankfully never got spoiled for me. So don't listen to this if you don't want spoilers. So going into it, uh, boom! What instantly? I was already having apprehensions uh, after chapter one about lost. Stuff. Some stuff I could forgive, but uh, going into chapter two, I think we were just discussing this. Uh, chapter going into chapter two, there's a trailer that shows you way too much stuff. Way too much. And so I'm playing through chapter two, and I'm still... I'm starting to feel like, man, where's the story? Mm-hmm. I mean, I know stuff, there's stuff in cassettes. I try to listen to those. Those um, are boring as fuck. I will never... I, I, I will never say that I prefer cassettes over a codex. I'd rather sit and have two people talk on a codex and to give me my pivotal story information than having to deal with these motherfucking bullshit cassettes. Yep, that stack up. You don't know where anything is. Nope. When it applies in the story, when it doesn't, you just know it's Quiet Seven or, or uh, Code Talker One. What what is that? <laughs> Later in the game, what if I want to go back? Where does that where does that take place in the story? That's barely fucking here. So the yeah. game starts progressing, and I'm starting to think, where's the story? What's really going on here? Yeah, because the story clearly wasn't Skullface because he was the most uninteresting, lamest villain in the entire franchise. Like people complain about the Beauty and the Beast core being lame. Those the B and B core are fucking legends compared to what we get in five. Oh, they're fucking rad. They're rad as fuck. Because everything, I, I like them at the time too. Everything but, really uh, comes after the fact. Like, hey, you got these. Whoa, what's going on here? Then you get Drebin telling you what the fuck is wrong with them. You're like, holy Jesus Christ! Jesus Christ! This game, start uh, uh, back up here a bit about Skullface. His plan makes no sense. Well, I don't know what, what his plan is. His motivations, the, what the fuck? Who is he? We, off he's the bat, bit- sorry. Off the bat, my biggest problem is at Ground Zeroes. Uh, in retrospect, is amazing compared to this game. Yeah, because it doesn't fuck anything up. Going after going to Ground Zeroes, they oh man, everything establishing Skullface and Ground Zeroes is is amazing and is it's fantastic and sets him up as a truly menacing villain. Yeah. And then there are glimmers of it, it that it, it happens in uh, Phantom Pain, like at the hospital and everything else. But then... When Saha Lantropus first shows up, I liked Skullface during that scene. Yeah, but then comes the time where you need to destroy Salanthropus. And you you go to uh, OKB Zero, and then he comes off the helicopter, and you just talk with him and ride a jeep. And then there's a long, awkward silence. I sat there when I was playing, and I was like, what's going on? It's, this music's playing that's Whoa! trying to make me think of Snake... It's trying to make me think of Snake Eater, and it's not working. Not at all. I'm sorry, you, can only, you can't really recreate the, the ladder climb. The ladder not climb like is a pretty, pretty big thing. No, no pun intended there, I guess. Um, 
But then you get like, ah, oh, my plan. I'm going to kill everyone's English language. Blah, 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 blah. I'm going to kill English. And here's Philanthropist. It's, it's, oh, it's moving. What's going on? I'm dead. It stepped on me. I'm sorry, I'm not dead. I get my arm. I get. I, there's a cool moment where Kaz does That's, take That moment's bench. fantastic. And, but then it's like, kill me, kill me, leave him dead. Then, then Huey just kills him. Well, fuck you, Huey. And, but fuck. it's like, he just really, I thought that was like, going to be the main boss of the game. It was should have be, been. It'd be like maybe he would lead up to like the whole in, like details about why Cipher does stuff. Nope. The the guy that's marketed and is promoted and even the pre the, the prologue game led you to believe was the main villain of the game this game dies at the halfway point. And he does nothing up to that point either. No, really he doesn't. I mean that's the biggest problem. The story of the game is uh, like, you know, do a mission. Oh, well, we this leads us closer to Cypher. Go do this thing. Go do all these sorties. Yeah, like, every single little thing that you do in all the other Metal Gear games, everything you do directly ties into the narrative. It continues the story. It's moving you along on your journey through the, through the game. It, Metal Gear Solid Five. every single fucking mission is, uh, go get this intel. Uh, it's important. Uh, even though we never talk about it again. Go kill this guy. Go rescue this prisoner. And now the fuck it matters! It's all busy work. Yeah. I mean, it's fine if it was sold as a quote-unquote open-world Metal Gear Solid, which uh, the maps are just... There's two maps. There's full of dead space. Or at the beginning, I was like, oh, this is fun to traverse around. It's not... I mean, some people are saying it's kind of like Far Cry 2 done better. I kind of agreed with that. But as time went on, it's like, this is just a bunch of dead, empty space. And then it's like, here's another guard post. How how will I sneak into this guard post? Oh, well, I'll just have quiet shoot everyone. Here... Oh, and for now uh then it's, <laughs> it, so like, everything i i actually i will go back i liked everything that was happening i was like oh great 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 but then as the game goes on i was like oh this is a so another mission where i have to go rescue a prisoner oh another mission where i have to blow up some tanks yeah it it just became a bit uh, a bit monotonous. and like and people talk about like oh there's like hundreds of side ops i'm just like why the fuck do i want to do these side ops when the mission the main missions are so samey already yeah. Oh, I you mean, can get I blueprints did. to make a gun that you can't equip because you can only take two guns with you. Even though gonna... four, you can have all of your guns. Yeah. You know what? I'm not going to get too critical about the the limit on two two uh, uh you know two like um main weapons, two support weapons. You can get you know, all your other stuff. I'm not I mean, I won't get I won't get critical on it, but I didn't like it. I didn't like it, but I didn't never really felt that it was so bad. Unless you unless you were doing a mission where you just like me I'd always go with my assault rifle, then a sniper rifle, usually I want with a tranquilizer rifle. But then you'd get into missions where like, oh there's a helicopter now. Well I got a fucking call and a rocket launcher because there's no there's like most times there's hardly any way to take down a helicopter. Yeah. So there's that um all over the place here. Map size. What else are we going to talk about here? What were, um, uh, the characters I didn't give a fuck about. Uh, uh, Snake. Snake is uninteresting. He says almost nothing throughout most of the game. Which is all. It makes sense with the ending. <sighs> and fucking uh, Kojima wouldn't shut the fuck up that he got rid of Hater because he needed an actor to really portray the face motions of Snake as well as the voice at the same time. And fucking Kiefer Sutton doesn't fucking do anything in this game. He, no face emotion he has in this game is something that could not be done by literally any other actor in the world. Well, you know, David Hayter's a voice actor, not a real actor. No, he's he's done acting. Okay, he's done real acting. And I, I'll admit that I Kiefer is a better screen actor, but 
David's a better voice actor. And he's more iconic for your series. And he's more iconic for the series, and he's fine on screen. Like, he's... Again, I don't think he's as good as Kiefer, but he's not terrible. He's... I'm, he's... I'm pretty sure in the Japanese game, the guy who's always voiced uh, Solid Snake is a voices Big Boss in this. Yes, he does. So, U.S. release apparently has to be fucked up. It would have been better if they... I kept... It for the twist, when they revealed the twist, I was really hoping that... When we find out about the twist, then Big Boss would start getting voiced by David Hayter, and Venom would keep getting voiced by Kiefer. Yeah. That didn't happen. Or, in the very least, Big Boss would at least be getting voiced by the guy who voiced him in Metal Gear Solid 4. That would have been good. That didn't happen either. I don't... Yeah, there's the twist, everybody. The twist in this game is that... Which, I'll get into. It's not even that big of a twist, because I was worried that was the fucking twist of the game. The whole time. Because if you're in the helicopter, you press R3 to zoom in, you'll notice the face is different on the window. If you listen to the tapes, they talk about... If you played the games, you know Eli is liquid. There's no getting around that. You're not a fucking moron. He literally says, It's not over yet, Snake! And it's adorable. Uh, <laughs> it's the cutest. As he jumps into the cockpit of... Um, I don't even start on Slanthropist yet. Um, so... There is like, oh, he does not have a genetic match. And I'm thinking, no, no. It's not a genetic match because you're not fucking Big Boss. This is what they're fucking doing. Yep. They'd all switcheroo. Like, even the beginning of the game when it's like Ishmael Ahab. I'm like, oh, that's that guy. Who's that? They, they, that starts coming up. I'm like, oh, let me guess. That's fucking Big Boss. Yep. And it was. And I guess Big Boss. I My avatar's face gets changed to look like Big Boss, and I guess Big Boss is just going to run off and change his face to look like my avatar. That Incorporating that shit and being like, that stuff, I thought was stupid. Anybody, you can say all you want how, oh, it's uh, Kojima saying, I, I've seen this a lot of places, people are saying like, oh, it's like, you are Big Boss and everything. I'm like, no, I don't want to be, I don't want to be Big Boss. Or I was already Big Boss in Metal Gear Solid 3. Like, yeah, me, I did that. me identifying with the character happens naturally because the story is there. I don't want to be plucked. I don't, I don't want to be. I have this like excess, this big like. Ah, oh, I am big boss. I I am the I am the heart of this this game. No, I want to control big the badass fucking big boss or snake or somebody and go through a narrative. Like I always. Yeah, you know what? Keep the twist if you want, but at least have the narrative fucking be there. But it wasn't there. It was just poorly written. It was like, uh, oh, on top of the fact that before you get this twist, you are forced to play through the fucking prologue again. The tutorial. With all the tutorial stuff, too. No shit. The only thing that changes is that when you, you really, the, the couple mirror stuff of the doctor where it shows who you are, that's it. it. And the pictures and then the ending. It's offensive. It is. I was pissed off. I'm like, oh, something's going to change here. It's going to be different this time. Nope, it is the tutorial again. Everything's Fuck the same. you. Uh, Fuck you, Kojima. <laughs> Fuck you, Konami. Yeah, it was, it was so mad. Uh, there's there's one thing that I felt this game did narrative-wise uh, well and correctly, and I don't know how much of it was meant, but I think it was at least meant, even though it wasn't really shown that well, because as we said, it was poorly written. Let me get a drink here real quick. <sighs> Sorry, I've been sick for the past week. My throat still bothered me, folks. I can edit that just fine. <laughs> no, they have to know! <laughs> Secrets. <laughs> um... The um, Big Boss was always sold to us as, like, this villain dickhead. Just this giant asshole villain that tried to fucking hold the fucking world hostage, and he was this giant fucking asshole, and that's, I mean, he was, like, pure villain. That's all we got from him. And then Metal Gear Solid 3, and then the end of Metal Gear Solid 4 actually made him really sympathetic. Like, you actually felt for him, you liked him, you understood, you kind of got where he was coming from, and he didn't seem like a villain anymore. He seemed like a misguided hero. Five... 
What he does to Venom is such a super dick fucking move. It's insulting. He steals someone's life. He brainwashes them to think that they're him just to cover his ass, just to save himself. Uh, he forces this guy to run this whole thing over here so he can make his own nation somewhere else. And he just does all this shit. And the medic, his most loyal soldier, is so hyped up on the Big Boss legend bullshit that Big Boss is selling like he's fucking Hitler, that the medic is like, oh, I'm totally cool with losing my identity in my life because I get to be like Big Boss and that's good. All of that makes me hate Big Boss all over again, and to me it makes Big Boss a obvious villain again. Instead of a sympathetic, oh, he's really a hero, it makes him a villain. Because what he does in this, to me, is unforgivable. It is exactly what evil does. It, it, he is willing to put anyone else's life on the line to do whatever he needs to to anyone else just to fulfill his own goals. So this game at least establishes that. Still no good narrative. No. <laughs> you could take... If you want... This is the story you want to get across. Actually make it a story. I, feel like I agree, it, this, yeah. This game is like such, such scattershot bullshit on when the narrative... Plug, like, most of the second chapter is just... Mission, 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 uh, bullshit, 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 bullshit. Here's like, eh, here's a, here's, eh, here's some story. Bullshit, 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 bullshit. And then like the last like five missions, like all the, like the story just like thrown at you. Yeah. And it's not even complete. Yeah, Konami, and for those of you know, I think the general gist now is being understood that Kojima is, was taking way too long for this game, making it cost way too much fucking money, just yep. trying to put everything in the kitchen sink in it, which I can appreciate him trying to make this like his big, uh, you know, tour de force. And then Konami's like, no, stop. This we is have to over- release something eventually. This yeah. is ridiculous. And so a lot of stuff got cut. Stuff doesn't pan out. But there's other stuff that's super well developed that I don't really felt needed to be that super well developed. It, at the cost of other more important nor- story and narrative gameplay elements. Yep. I mean, it, I'm, I, I think ever since this game kind of came out, I've been equating it to Heaven's Gate and Michael Tomino. Yeah. About that. You know, this man who is so... Uh, egotistical, uh, you know, uh, hungry for success or stuff that he had his film go grossly over budget so much so that it bankrupted, bank, bankrupt, bankrupted the studio who were just kept appeasing to him to make this film that, when released, is just was just garbage in its in its original theatrical form, and then just it just and it couldn't make its money back, couldn't do anything, it just bankrupted this fucking company, and it's because they let this guy have too much leeway go explosively over budget and to sink the ship and, mm-hmm. and konami in this case at least went said hey you can't fucking do this anymore we need to release something so here it goes and of course then it led to everyone uh, uh they, they konami kicked out kojima uh fuck konami they're going bankrupt anyways uh you mean they're switching over to fucking mobile games and pachinko machines uh fuck konami they're going they're, they're out of here they're donezo it's like no, they their business. They had to shift strategy. Pachinko and casino and slot machine stuff make a lot of money for them, mm-hmm. and so they do that right. And it's like you know when you have someone who's just uh, flushing money down the toilet on a game that's when's it coming out? What's going on? What's happening here? And you have to finally say, okay, fine, we need to stop this and get this thing done and out. And it causes a big split between Kojima and Konami. All of a sudden, Konami's the villain. Like, everyone puts... I mean, I love Kojima. Don't get me wrong. I've spent most of my life adoring his games and thinking he is the best. But there's time you have to realize, hey, he's in the fucking wrong here, too. Yeah, because, I mean, 
in general, I do think Konami's more in the wrong as a company with what they are doing with video games, how they're, like, backing out of AAA gaming, how they're just basically going to turn all of their franchises into just pachinko machines. Like, I mean, maybe I'll be wrong, and they'll at least license their titles out so that other companies can keep, you know, like Silent Hill or Castlevania or Metal Gear alive in some way. Like, we get a Metal Gear Rising 2, that'd be super swell. Um, but in terms of specifically Metal Gear Solid Five, no, fuck them both. They both fucked up. They're both at fault, and I don't at all blame Konami for saying, hey, motherfucker, we need to release this. You're literally pissing away millions of dollars. Adding bullshit to the game that doesn't need to be there. Yep. Totally, I, I totally agree. And on the fact of Konami, is, you know, in the end, they're a company, they have to do what's best for them. Those, those are their properties, they can do what they want with them. To be, to be fair, at least in terms of Metal Gear Solid Five, a lot of people, not the majority... But a lot of people on the internet seem to be, like, saying, like, hey, you know, I can't blame Konami for kicking the game out. Everyone knows that this game has been in development for many years and was going nowhere fast, and I understand that the company needs to make money off of its game. Yeah. So I'm glad that that's at least spreading. Again, it's not the majority, but at least that idea is in more than just a couple dozen people, you know? Yeah, I'm glad to hear that, because I know for a long time people were just like, you know... When this game first came out, I was I, we were on the podcast. There's evidence we were heralding this game as being great, but I'm glad people are coming around and, real, and realizing it, playing the game, beating it, and going, "Man, this doesn't add up." No, I mean I had a lot of fun with it. Uh, I still think it was worth every single set I paid for it. I played it a lot. I do too. I got a hundred hours in this game. Yeah, and not all those hours were disappointing. Just no. the overall experience, especially with the narrative. Yeah, and as a Metal Gear game. There's this Battle Gear stuff that's just dropped in. They don't ever do anything with it. There's uh, all the storyline stuff with Sal. You, you'd think that there'd be more stuff where you go track down Salanthropus, Eli, the children. Nope, you don't do any of that. Nope. I think that's cut, apparently. But you know what? I can't go. Well, it's out there. Just cut it. I'm like, no, it's not the game. This is the final product. So it's fucked. Yeah. Uh, here's what pisses me. First off, now, there's Mission 45. Which mission. starts from a side op, so you think it's like, oh yes, yeah, so I track down, track down quiet, and you think it's gonna be something. Then it turns into you against a bajillion tanks. That it's 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 horrifically hard out of nowhere. And let's just get beyond that because it's hard, it's bullshit, whatever. And so you get some stuff. It's like, oh, quiet's gone. Bye, quiet. And I I I feel like at this point, I feel like quiet was a really cool character. And they wanted, the game in Kojima wanted me to think she's a cool character, but they forgot to write her to be a cool character. Yeah. Like, she does cool things, but isn't, I don't know shit about her. Oh, she does English strange. She doesn't speak. What's going on here? Why, like, she wanted to kill Big Boss, but they set him on fire and threw out the window, forcing her to take the parasites to heal her. Yet she doesn't. They, I never was never explained to me why she does. Why she changes her mind and doesn't want to kill Big Boss. Mm-hmm. Besides, oh, I want this guy's dick. I think that's literally it. She falls in love with the legend. I think the the theme of Big Boss buying into his own legend is prevalent throughout uh, Portable Ops, throughout um, Peace Walker, and even this game. Uh, and that and this is getting more into how good the narrative is in the previous games as opposed to this one. Uh, but the whole thing with fucking Big Boss is that he buys into his own legend. Like, he even outright fucking says it in Peace Walker, that, you know, like, I'm the fucking best, you know? I'm a fucking legend, I'm the greatest soldier in the world. Like, he buys into it, he thinks he's hot shit, versus Solid Snake, you know, the first in the first fucking game, if Metal Gear Solid, you gotta mainly be like, oh, it's the legendary Solid Snake, you're gonna sweep me off my feet, and Snake's immediate fucking response is, yeah, you'll land back on your feet once you fucking meet me. 
And like in the fucking fourth game, it's straight up like I'm not a I'm not a hero. I never was. I'm just a goddamn killer hired to do a job. Who's slowly dying uh, throughout the entire game? <laughs> yeah, like uh, oh, Solid Snake is a cool guy. He doesn't. He is a legitimate legend that doesn't think he's a legend. He doesn't call himself a legend. He doesn't call himself a hero. That's why Solid Snake is a hero and Big Boss is a fucking villain. Of all the fucking characters in the franchise. Uh, it seems like Solid Snake is the one person that truly understood the boss's philosophy. And maybe Ocelot, because he sacrificed his life uh, for the greater good mm. by the end of the franchise. But Snake actually gets it, versus Zero being a fucking dickhead, and Big Boss being a fucking dickhead. Solid Snake was the one guy who was just like, no, let's just let's do what's right for the greater good. I don't care what people think about me. Hey, you know what? It's okay. The boss killed herself before she can be fucked over. Yeah, seriously. The, Ko- Kojima never did fuck over the boss. He, he kept her good. He, and he never fucked over Salt Snake. Thankfully. Thankfully, seriously. Uh, but yeah, fuck the narrative in this game. It's a huge disappointment. It's a huge lit down. Everything about this game. It went, Like I said, it went from like, oh, this is the best game ever to this. I'm so disappointed in this. Yeah, and as I continue to play it, stuff is just... And then I was after quietly... I, I, I think about the narrative and we talk about quiet. Oh, yeah. After you do the thing with Quiet Leaves, she's gone. They don't tell you, therefore warn you. Like, what if you didn't do any side ops? You want to go back with side ops? Side ops are a lot easier with Quiet. But no, she's gone. She's out of the game. Bye-bye. It's like, I beat the game, but I can still play as, as quote-unquote, Big Boss and do stuff. Why can't Quiet still be in the game? Yeah, if I can play old missions where Quiet was around, why can't I still use Quiet? I can boss fight Quiet again as many times as I want. Why can't I use her again for gameplay reasons? Not narrative mean, reasons, gameplay reasons. You mean to reasons. tell me I spent all this, like, all this, all this money and stuff to upgrading her and using her for everything during a, connect, a connection and relying on her to be my buddy I use and everything and now she's gone hey guess what that's fine when you get to Eros and stuff in Final Fantasy 7 because you got other people that can take over that role but with Quiet you need her there's no you can't like you just don't get another diamond dog who can like just put on a parasite suit and take over that role I don't know why that is in the game yeah, that would be great if that was the case. Because you, like, you still get the narrative of losing Quiet, you know, the person you care about, but you still can have the mechanic, the game mechanic buddy of a sniper. Yeah, it's it's bullshit. The whole credits on the helicopter, not you know, skip the helicopter rides. Oh, I hate that shit. Um, not, mandatory helicopter rides. Run to the next fucking mission every time. I mean, I I think I think I may I think I probably said my piece. It's, the game went from being a five, like a, you know, five out of five, eleven out of ten, like oh, great game, amazing thing, down to it is easily the worst game in the Metal Gear Solid franchise to me. Yep. You yep. can say what you fucking want about Metal Gear Solid Four, and a lot of people don't like it. I think Metal Gear Solid Four is a fucking is great is a great game, and it's a fucking masterpiece. Compared I to think four. I think four was a masterpiece from the get go, and even more so now. In retrospect, so, for sure. In retrospect, uh, Metal Gear Solid Three is still the best game in the franchise. Uh, for me, it, it goes always. It can constantly goes back and forth between four and three to me. It just depends on like what day of the week it is. And I will still say, after this game, I do my rankings again. Beep 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 beep. Solid as Snake, still the best villain of the franchise, even though he's not really a villain. Yeah, I he's, think he's, that's he's, right. he's one of those. He's one of the one of the better ones in the series because he was a he was trying to do the right thing, and because of uh, him, that last minute, oh, I killed your parents, blah, 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 thing, and that Ryan kills him, but he's like, no, I had to stop the Patriots. That was my entire goal, was to stop the Patriots controlling the information. And yep. I was a good guy the entire time. Bye. Dead. And I was also the president. Bye. <laughs> I was also the president. <laughs> oh, I'm the uh, president. Oh, but, I don't know. Any any, any last uh, departing thoughts on, on the Phantom Pain? Uh, I will not say don't buy this. Like I said... As disappointing as it was, I still really got my money worth out of it. I honestly did. I had a yeah. lot... As much as disappointing as the whole end product is, I got a lot of fun out of it. It was still a lot of fun and a lot of legitimately good gameplay 
in addition to the stuff that we find as a let down. But if you're looking for a narrative Metal Gear Solid 5, just by Metal Gear Rising, and I wish that wasn't the case. I wish that weird side game that wasn't really made by Kojima wasn't a better Metal Gear Solid game than Metal Gear Solid 5, the swan song. But it legitimately is. It has coded conversations. It has great philosophies. It has people arguing philosophy. It has people talking about war. It has insane bosses. It has literally the best boss fights ever. It's much more like a Metal Gear Solid game than 5 is. And that shouldn't have been the case. Yeah, very it, sad. I agree with you. I think I, I gameplay, I was, I, like I said, everything I still hold true. I was really enjoying it. And then it just pissed the pool by the end of it. The, the ending, the ending, how everything turned out, just really soured my entire experience. Yep, so. Still so. still a fun, it's a good game, not a good Metal Gear Solid game. Yep. Boom, I think it's right on there. So, if you have any differing opinions, please let us know what you thought. Because I, I still see tons of people really praising this game in the ending. I don't agree, but I'd love to hear your thoughts on why you feel that way. We always are okay of differing opinions. Yep. Uh, you can email us at moviefilmsabilitysteve at gmail.com. Of course, the Tumblr, we can find all of our episodes at moviefilmsabilitysteve at tumblr.com. Please go on the Facebook and let us, you know, you can contact us, us on there as well. Leave a post or something about what you thought. Just at moviefilmsabilitysteve. And we are, of course, on iTunes. Look at moviefilmsabilitysteve on there. Check it out. And if you want to uh, find me on Twitter, you can find me on Twitter at Bill. And, of course, check out my films. Uh, SilverSpotlightFilms.com and of course the Facebook page just search for Silver Spotlight Films you'll find it or Everyone Must Die or Super Task Force 1 or Captain Zena Movie I got a few pages check them out a couple I'm a cool guy I'm a cool guy well as always guys I've been Bill my name is David Caribou oh we forgot to talk about Huey and how he's a bitch in this film oh fuck huey huey's a giant asshole and i'm so glad he's such a cock sucker sociopath that kills his wife and tries to use his son as a guinea pig that karma finally catches up with him and that's why his son cucks him and then he kills himself in a pool yeah drowns himself in the family pool because his son's banging his wife <laughs> fuck, you. fuck you huey oh sorry emma if the real big boss was on that he would have killed huey if that was a real big boss, he absolutely would have shot Huey. Yeah. I would have shot Huey. I kind of feel bad for uh, the medic, uh, Venom Snake, because uh, all throughout all throughout uh, Peace Walker, he uh, has a crush on Paz Senpai. So he uh, cooks for Paz Senpai, and he uh, plays sports with Paz Senpai. And then he finally gets the chance to rescue Paz Senpai, but he fails, and she blows up. And now her bones are inside of him, and he'll never get to touch her. Her teeth. Her teeth are in his heart. Uh, notice me, senpai. Notice me. <laughs> Be inside my body. Don't you <laughs> forget about me. Don't, 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 don't. Oh, fuck. We need to end the game. Uh, here's the twist. Bye. He's totes cool with it. Oh, the only the uh, only good part about the twist was Kaz's reaction in the end credits. Big boss and go to hell. Fuck that guy. I'm That's gonna, certainly how I felt. I'm going to make his sons better than him. And he does. He does. Venom Snake dies in Metal Gear. Spoiler! Cool. Well, that was a little longer than we wanted to. Bye! Bye!